The students you work with are online and they have smartphones. Research has showed us that over half of Gen Z is online over five hours a day and many of them are online over 10 hours a day. So if that's where the students are, how do we go there in a way that is both safe and beneficial for you and your ministry sites? Get up, get up. Welcome to the Ministry Leader Podcast, where every week we explore ministry practices to help leaders leverage their limited time for greater impact with young people. We're your hosts. I'm Brian here with Chase. Here we go. Get up, get up. Students are online all the time, Chase. So I think we did a, an episode, I remember a few months ago, about uh, Gen Z. Oh, and yeah. The, we did three full episodes with yeah. some real good statistics and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And so we, we discovered that students are online, I think you even mentioned in the intro, five to 10 hours a day using mm -hmm. social media, and it's crazy. And so as ministry leaders who want to build healthy relationships with young people, we have to do it on their turf. Mm -hmm. And their turf right now seems to be social media and online. So um, we want to do that in safe ways. And so that's what we want to talk about today. But when we do this in person, when we go to school campuses, when we have them to our churches for youth group, when we go to juvenile detention centers, when we have neighborhood gatherings at city life centers and drop-in centers and whatnot we have really detailed spelled out guidelines that sure for the most part are easy to follow because mm -hmm. we understand them when we get into the world of online stuff and social media like it's not spelled out as clearly and so it's a little more difficult to navigate definitely yeah and so we want to talk about that today. We want to share with you some online tips um, for, for being safe, for, for again, hopefully, so they're, they're beneficial interactions you're having. But I think we really need to start off with kind of a disclaimer about this entire conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, so your ministry may be a ministry that you think staying away from social media is the best approach is mm -hmm. students are going to be there. We as leaders don't need to be there. And we're not here to argue that today. Yeah. Like if that is your ministry's policy, then stick with that. Uh, we don't want to go against any, any policies that you and your ministry and your organization have set in place. But if, if your ministry is encouraging leaders to engage with students on their turf through social media and online interaction, we want to provide just some ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, the, this is not our policy. Mm -hmm. This is not, we're not saying this should be your policy, but it's, it's wise to approach this strategically. Mm -hmm. And so some of the things that we're going to talk about today, they're just suggestions. They're the things that we've put into practice in our own ministries and in our own local sites within Youth for Christ in Northern Indiana. Um, and they're, they're things that we think will help you be strategic and safe Mm -hmm. in that space. Yeah. So, so if you don't know what your company, your organization, your ministry's policies are, know those first. That's kind of like a pause this episode. Know what those <laughs> are. Talk to your pastor at your church or your site director, whatever that is. Know what your policies are first before you really even kind of move on. So that then you can, um, you can be discerning as to the rest of this podcast, how that applies to your site specifically. Right. Hopefully you've taken time to look up your own policies for your site. Uh, the second thing we want to look at is some scripture. Now, believe it or not, Jesus, when he was on this earth, did not mention Snapchat. No, but Facebook was part of his ministry, right? I don't know. Don't no? think he used <laughs> Facebook <laughs> didn't, didn't either. Didn't have a Facebook profile? But yeah, so the, the Bible doesn't mention a lot about social media, which is fine because the Bible offers us lots of um, scripture um, that can be applied for many different things. So mm -hmm. one scripture I think we want to focus on today is in Titus 
Uh, Titus 1, verses 7 and 8. It says, For an overseer, as God's steward, must be above reproach. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy for gain, but hospitable, a lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. So the first part of that scripture I want to really focus on, it says, For an overseer, and again, this is ESV, so you can look up your own uh, version if you want, but in ESV it says, For an overseer as God's steward. So that is you. As a ministry leader, a person who's involved in a ministry, you are now a steward of that mission. It says you must be above reproach. Yeah, and so as, as we think about what it means to be above reproach, we want to think about what messages are we putting out there. Is there anything that we're putting out on our social media pages that could give a different message mm-hmm. <laughs> than maybe the the message that we talk about with our voice, that maybe mm-hmm. the pictures that we're showing, the things that we post and repost and share, are they contradictory to our message in person? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we want to talk a little bit about that before we kind of get into the interaction. Like, what is your social media account saying about who you are? Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of things do you post about? So we're in a political cycle again. Yes, like, uh-huh. we always seem to be in a political cycle, but. Mm-hmm people are posting like really inflammatory things on one side or the other. And like, I don't care where you land right now on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But when a student looks at your page, are they seeing you as a person that's bringing conflict or a person that's bringing peace? Mm -hmm. What is, what does your page say about who you are? Yeah. So beyond, like you said, we talked about the the political posts, but even the pictures you post, what kind of things are you posting on Instagram or whatever that is? Um, What do the pictures you post say about you and who you are? And maybe even more specifically, do the things you post about, do they glorify anything that you wouldn't want your students engaging in? Yeah, I think about if, if you saw a picture that one of your students posted that was the same, like it was their face instead of your face, mm. and you looked at that picture, would you be excited about the way they were living? Mm. Uh, like just reverse it a little bit. And so uh, students are going to look at your posts. If you're a leader in the ministry that they're participating in, they're going to find out who you are, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so they want to see what your lifestyle looks like. And so what are our pictures and are the, are the words that we're posting communicating to an audience of teenagers that are looking at our stuff? Yeah. So what's going on in the background, whatever else, um, just be really aware about what is posted, what you're even tagged in. So maybe you didn't post a picture, but somebody else tagged you in a photo. Um, just being again, that people are going to look you up. They're going to stalk you and they're going to make decisions about you based off of what they see. Yeah. So let's, uh, we've, talked enough about our own pages and what we're communicating. Let's jump right in now to uh, what does it look like to engage with students through social media? And we want to just say that in general, it's really not a healthy practice to engage even person to person with students alone. (laughs) Unless you're in a public space, there's other leaders or there's other adults, or maybe the student's parents are there, you're at least in line of sight. And so with that as a guideline, like how does that transfer translate to online interaction because it feels a little bit more private that way and so we need to be careful with that yeah exactly like you said so so what does being in a public place look like in the social media world i think one of those is to avoid private conversations personal message dms things like that Um, you may have a question that may come in about a specific event or something like that but having deep conversations without the ability for someone else to look in on that conversation is really dangerous yeah and so 
people like feel different ways about Snapchat and we're not really making a judgment call on sure. this, but we're just saying that that is a, an online platform that is designed to be here in the moment and then gone the next. And so uh, we we would just say, be wise. If you use Snapchat, be wise about that. But even that feels like a really private space that no one else can sure. see, you know, the next day. Yeah. I had one pastor friend who said Snapchat is the easiest way to get fired. Um, and so again, oh, yeah. talk with your, your policies and your, your organizations, because that one specifically to them was just very dangerous. So um, avoid deep and private conversations online. Those are better had in person in general anyways, but also in a public place. Yeah, for sure. So other public spaces, if you will, online is if you want to comment on a post, comment on a post, everybody can see that. Mm -hmm. You can engage with stuff that they're, they're putting up and you can ask questions and you can, you know, encourage them or whatever. Um, but you do it in a, in a public space. And then also as you do that, be mindful of what you do post. Because we all know tone doesn't come through in text or sure. online yeah. or body language, whatever. So even the things that you would say to someone face-to-face, -face, you might not say it online because it sure. may not be received in the same way. Yeah, or something even as simple as an inside joke, you know, that you have yeah. with that person could be taken completely wrong by somebody else viewing that, not knowing what you know about that conversation. So so just be really aware of that as you're posting things, again, publicly. And then I think another point, another tip we put on here is accountability, being accountable to someone through your social media accounts. Yeah, so if you're married, does your wife or husband have access to your social media accounts? Can they see what, see your private messages, your direct messages? Can they peek in Does maybe a coworker, another volunteer have access to your social media? Um, which we do that here locally with our organization is we have to give our, for our ministry pages, our ministry sites, or social media, we give our passwords to our supervisors. So ultimately accountability is key in that instance. So accountability is so important, but I also think it's really important to talk a little bit about appropriateness, um, not only what's appropriate to post, but maybe when it's appropriate to have interactions with students. Yeah, so we we would suggest like having some, you know, appropriate hours to mm -hmm. post and what would those be? Um, we can't put a boundary on it front or back, but I would just suggest maybe just during normal waking hours would be appropriate. Mm -hmm. So consider your audience who is getting up early to go to school, who should be going to bed at mm -hmm. night. We don't need to be trying to communicate with them past a typical bedtime, whatever that would be. I would say maybe even sooner than that, put some boundaries on it. Yeah, sure. So if you want to post a, a picture or something on your private account, that's fine. But I think more specifically, we're talking about interactions, having conversations right. with students or things like that. Um, because again, that uh, we talked about boundaries. When are you available? And if you're interacting with them after end of the late evening, um, that really breaks down your own boundaries for when you're available, but more specifically, just the temptation as you get tired and it gets late and things like that for maybe not only you, but even for students to do things and say things that um, are inappropriate. And so just be really aware about what are good times, um, how late is too late. Um, and again, don't make those decisions for yourself. Have conversations with those around you, more specifically supervisors, site leaders, things like that. Yeah, for sure. And so kind of as we wrap this up, we do want to encourage you again, we are not giving you 
these are the best practices for all social media engagement, but there are things that we've learned along the way. There's things that we suggest to our team and our site leaders and our volunteers and your ministry, whether you're part of Youth for Christ or a local church or something else, probably has some policies around social media guidelines. And we would just, again, encourage you to talk with your site leader, talk with your youth pastor, talk with your pastor to find out what those guidelines are. And if you don't have any, consider putting some policies in place, just again, for the sake of keeping you safe as a ministry leader and keeping students safe on the other side of that keyboard. Get up, get up. Thanks for listening to the Ministry Leader Podcast. As a final reminder, this weekend is the Ministry Leader Conference on January 25th. It's happening here in Northern Indiana in Fort Wayne. If you have not registered, now's the time to do so. Uh, it's going to be a great conference. With We've got hundreds of people coming in for this one. We're going to learn together. We're going to grow together. and We're just going to have a blast. Also, next week on the Ministry Leader Podcast, we've got a very special episode talking about small groups. If you're involved in small groups in any ways, we are going to tell you the absolute worst way to lead a small group. But there is scripture in the Bible, uh, one of my favorite ones. This is in Titus. Man, we're derailing. There is scripture in the Bible? (laughs) Yep. And so as ministry folks... Uh, wanting to ministry inf- folks, I, I was just cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one where you mess up a lot. It is. It is. This is the one. We've tried to record this three yeah. times, so you don't get any announcements because we're tired of them. That's it. Goodbye. Have a good life. <laughs> Forever. <laughs>